some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No way in the hallway. Welcome back to the Spook House. I am Phil, and this is my, for the first time, official, official co-host, Doug. Official, 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 with a capital, official. I mean, it was always like, I mean, you're, you're, you're the co-host, you know. <laughs> but well, I, I like you aside, and hanging out with you. I, I pulled you aside at VHS Fest. Took you by the hand. I got down on one knee. <laughs> Not, <laughs> and I pulled out the twenty-four karat. Dive, not diving, <laughs> 24 karat gold ring, had a little microphone on it. And I said, Doug, you want to you wanna make this official? You want to be the official co-host? And this was after I spit on the Deftones tape. Yeah, this was afterwards. So, so. That's how you know it's true love, folks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was like, hey, you know, like you're pretty much the official co-host, but you want to, you know, take that next step in the relationship. And we're on to the next level. I I, yeah. I I said yes a thousand times yes, and this we're doing this forever. We're brothers, we're homies, uh, we're in the trenches together talking shit about Halloween kills <laughs> and not malignant. So we're doing it. Hey, it's what we do. Um, but we got a we got a heavy hitter today, man. It's uh the the movie that's on everybody's minds. Nope. Nope. Nah. Uh, you saw this a night or two before I did. Um, I guess we'll just jump right on into it, man. What did you What did you think? Man, there's a whole lot. It's that's a, a <laughs> loaded a question. Lot. Yeah, but I personally, I well, I saw it a second time. Uh, I saw it again last night. Oh, really? Yeah, saw it again, oh. and it was even better the second time around. And was, I, I really liked it the first time I saw it. And then, like, I, I love movies where you could kind of just, like, go down an internet rabbit hole and just spiral into a bunch of, like, theories and think pieces and articles and trying to, like, wrap your head, head around what actually <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, my Scott, dog. He, Scott wants to get in on the conversation. The, the dog has some thoughts on the movie as well. Sorry about that, folks. But go ahead, Doug. Scout is definitely a Jordan Peele fan. He knows his stuff. Um, no, but yeah, I really liked it. Now I could, I, I, I just love Jordan Peele movies. I just yeah. love his direction and his attention to detail. And honestly, there wasn't a lot of dialogue in this movie, but the dialogue that was said was impactful. Like there wasn't a lot to say, but you could eat. First of all, Daniel Kaluuya is magic. I could watch yeah. him literally. He could play fucking Barney. And I'll probably just like <laughs> cry. He's just so good. Party. He's so good. Yeah, he is. He just draws you in. Like there's something about him. I he he just even from Get Out, and you said Get Out is your favorite of Jordan Peele's yeah. out of the three. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah. But you uh, said 
did I imagine this? Did you say that you liked <laughs> us better than Nope? When we when you FaceTime me after, I think you FaceTime me Sunday night, right? Uh, and we yeah. and we talked about like the ranking, and that yeah. was before I saw it once. Okay, or before I saw it again. What am I saying? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I it's hard. I yeah. love them all. Get Out is easily my number one, but the more I think about the the themes and how just like big and bold uh nope is it's interchangeable i don't know it's just it's so i it's so good yeah well they are two very different movies like this is a very grand movie like well before we go any further uh spoilers obviously we're just gonna hard spoilers who knows what we're gonna say but we're gonna hard on spoilers talk about hard on spoilers (laughs) uh we're gonna talk about everything so if you haven't seen the movie yet you might want to back out now um but yeah um yeah this is a very broad like just it's a spectacle you know jordan like, jordan like peele had line. that fuck you money for this movie like 60 million i think yeah something like that yeah jordan peele said i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want for this movie which for what the movie is i mean that's pretty impressive that's some would even consider that like kind of on the low budget side and it doesn't even like they put it, it was cool because usually when you go when you increase the budget everything gets gets bigger obviously but then it starts to just feel like the story gets kind of muddled because they're literally just like doing action set pieces and like putting more focus and attention onto that this did not feel that way this completely right. didn't cuz it didn't look like it cost 60 mil Besides, they put so right. much into like the design of the alien, which is, we said spoilers, right? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. All right, because yeah. holy shit, it was just like, what? What is that thing? Yeah, it was like a, a giant parachute kite, like floating art display or something. It was yeah. really cool. I, I love that the, um, the alien was like this living organism. The spaceship was the creature. Yeah. And the fact that the sheer fact that we're so, I think we talked about this the other night when we were just chatting, uh, he subverted all expectations because from what we're conditioned to know about aliens from alien movies, uh, and like Spielberg movies and ET and signs and all the, and the fourth kind aliens are like, little extraterrestrial green men they kind of look like us but they're big yeah. eyes but in this world like we don't like we don't know what aliens are in, re- in reality yeah we've never seen maybe i mean there's obviously been sightings and stuff but we don't actually know so it could literally be anything anything so i loved how jordan peele took that idea and was like this is my alien this is what i'm making it yeah it was a very original idea i thought like the the alien, like any organism, has to feed to survive. So he sucks up people inside his uh, hole and <laughs> chews them up yep. and spits them out. Like that was a big hole that he had. Yeah, I mean, dude, that scene where it abducted, or I guess I don't know if abducted is the right word, but like ate all those people at the Jupiter's claim thing. Yeah, they're just like stuck in its intestines or whatever you want to call it that was fucking terrifying yeah i really want to know it would be interesting to see the behind the scenes of that specific uh scene because 
and this is gonna this is like the smallest gripe ever with this movie because it's cool to like you know for like less is more like show don't tell or whatever but yeah. like i would have loved to see some like fire in the sky type of shit where you just it's just all like mangled inside his you know inside the ufo creatures like body and stuff like that but it just looked like they were going through like 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 a, a like a, like a, a six flags ride or something, yeah. <laughs> which is fine, but because like sure. we don't yeah. know, like he wanted it's mystery, which is totally fine, and and I yeah. liked it. But some things I want to, I just want to see more rather than let my imagination take me completely there. Um, because they showed a little bit, and obviously, it's up to interpretation from what you see, and it just looked like they were being squeezed. In between two inflatable, yeah, look like they like were in a bouncy fucking, house or something. Yeah, yeah, like a <laughs> fucking bouncy house. <laughs> and uh, and the opening of the movie where it, you know, you see, we don't know what it is. It's just like its mouth, and it looks like a laundry chute or whatever. Yeah, and then we realize it's the UFO uh, creature jellyfish yeah. thing. Yeah, um, man, some of the uh, like just. When Daniel Kaluuya is just like hanging out at the ranch at night, some of those shots were just so beautiful. I was like, I just want to live here. Like, yeah, yeah. Put put he, me in that house. I want to become a horse wrangler or whatever. Right. And like, just it was such like Jordan Peele is, and I'm gonna we're gonna say this a lot probably during this episode, but Jordan Peele is just like everything he does is just so such like an original take. Yeah. on these types of movies because like like a horse like they, they their company is like a horse wrangling uh uh company for hollywood like that's yeah. never been unless to, at least to my knowledge it's such like a different rich story because we've never seen it before and like yeah. we see kind of what they go through and kind of how like kiki palmer like just runs in and does the safety meeting like that stuff that we don't know because i mean me and you are not in Hollywood, we're not on sets, although it would be fucking cool to be. But like, just seeing that from that Hollywood from that angle is is rad. Yeah, it's usually from what I hear. I've I've been on a couple episodes of One Tree Hill. What's up? But Wait, um, oh yeah, you did tell me yeah. that. <laughs> Have I ever showed them to you? No. Were you frat boy number six? Uh, no. This is back in my. Uh... Yeah, back back in the day, I'll I'll well, see. We got we got to pull up some screenshots here. Oh man, I can't find them right now. But like bullshit, you got them saved. From what little here. bit I was on set, it was like it doesn't feel like a fun environment, you know. And I hear that a lot on movie sets. Like, oftentimes it's just really tense and quiet, and there's egos and drama, and so yeah, yeah. It, but it this is, movie, work. yeah, it, it did. Um, it felt like a kind of a thank you to like the behind the scenes crew, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. These type of characters usually don't get the spotlight on them, much less animal wranglers or yeah, uh, animal trainers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a completely different angle that Jordan Peele came at like a horror movie with, because it wasn't really hard. It was more sci-fi. Yeah. There were some horror elements to it for sure, but it felt very Twilight Zone esque, except yes, yeah. a little. You know, if Twilight Zone had like a two hour long episode, 
Yeah, you know what I wanted more of though? It's Keith David. That's what. Yeah, uh, he was just so good. It I was did like, the, it, they did the Jordan Peele did the scream thing. He hired a major actor and murdered them in the first scene. Well, he's I mean, not I guess like major, but like, yeah, like major to us. You know, he's kind of a, I guess, cult. Yeah, uh, icon yeah. in a way. Like every, I mean, we know him from thing. like the thing. You know, hey, another yeah. alien movie. He's in a a couple. You ever seen Men at Work? Charlie Sheen and Emilio Uh, Estevez. Oh wait, wow. Okay, never mind. So funny in that the they're garbage men. uh, I I didn't see that movie. I thought you were. I thought you said uh, Dirty Work with Norm Macdonald and Marty Lang. But that's a good movie too. But no, Men at Work. Shout out to that movie. Keith David is in that, and he is hilarious. Uh, That's an underrated. That's an underrated comedy from 1990, I think. Oh, it's 90s. I thought it was 80s. Yeah, it was like very early '90s, but yeah, he's All great. Right, I, gotta, I, I might watch that later tonight. I might watch it tonight. Oh, and he was in there. Uh, there's something about Mary too. <laughs> Who was he in something about Mary? Um, he was Mary's stepdad. Like, cause Ted comes to pick her up for the prom, oh. and he plays that joke on him. Like, oh, she left here an hour ago with Woogie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. The last time I saw uh, something about Mary was, I don't know, I was like 13 or something. I watched it like two months ago. It's great. <laughs> yo, ben Stiller, ben Stiller, especially in the 90s and early 2000s and whatever. Yeah. A whole large span. Yo, he's a gem. Yeah. He's so yeah, good. Ca- yeah, Cable Guy is one of my favorites. Even yeah, he directed, directed that. it. But yeah. Yeah. yeah um, all right, let's, let's get back to Nope. Um, yeah, where do we uh, where do we go from here? I mean, what a, what a, what were your give me like three since he has three movies? What were your three favorite moments in the whole ooh, movie? In the movie, you know what? Even though this was a it turned out to be a false scare or whatever, one of the um, more tense moments in the theater was when the people from Jupiter's claim dressed as aliens and i mean i was like oh shit is he really yeah going this route like but i mean for a moment there it was like oh shit like it seemed like shit was about to go down right and it's been like it was like a half hour into it and you're like oh all right we're doing this like this is this is it he's breaking right into it and then um did you want to moment. see? Did you want this movie to have like a signs moment where you see a creep, an alien? Like, I probably didn't need it. <laughs> you know, I mean, of course, it doesn't need it. Like, the movie's still great without it. But yeah, in a little part movie, of me was like, let's see him. Because and and I'm with you. I wanted to because that's what I thought the movie was. That's what I thought it was going to be. I thought it yeah. was going to be like Alien Invasion, Jordan Peele movie, let's go. And that's why I needed to, when I after I first saw it, I needed to process it because I went in with expectations and I wasn't let down. I was just like, wow, that was just so different than I yeah. thought it was going to be. And I yeah. was like, wow, he completely just, because even in the trailers, you see the little alien, obviously it was on purpose. Uh, you see like the little alien plush dolls and stuff like that. And you see mm-hmm. a little head peeking out of the, the hallway or whatever. And then when you're, when what we now know is Jupiter's claim, 
and you see the chick with like the eaten face from Gordy, which we also need to talk about. I thought yeah. I'm like, oh, aliens hiding in plain sight. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking yeah. do it. And then it was just not that. <laughs> which I think was probably for the best. I mean, brilliant. Jordan Peele yeah. is brilliant. And it wouldn't make sense to see the little green men because the spaceship was the creature. Exactly. So I, so I mean, there was like nothing. I'm assuming there was, there weren't people inside of it operating the ship. The ship was there, just this. It is no, organism. there is no ship. Yeah. There, that, that is the alien, which was, that was like a pretty wild reveal. Uh, yeah. In the, in the, in that movie. Uh, because after that, we, you still have another 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, there's still a whole other movie attached to this that. Is a, this is a long movie. It's, it's long. I thought, I thought so, that, what is it? What is it clocking at? Is it like two hours and 30? It's, I think it's two and some change, you know? It's... So, when I saw it first, I was like, wow, we got out pretty early. And it didn't feel that long. And I was like, no, we, I looked at the time. And I was like, yeah, we, it is kind of long. And then I saw it last night and I was like, wait, no, this movie isn't that long because we got out so early. So I don't know. Sure. It, <laughs> it just feels, it doesn't feel that long because it's just, it's just that good. You just like grip the whole entire time. Yeah. No point was I checking my phone to see what time it was, or I was engaged the entire time. I mean, this movie did a great job of uh, just captivating you and it kept you guessing the entire time. Like, shit, what's going to happen next? So. Yeah, and you were just still, uh, as soon, as soon, even when that reveal happens, there's still so much more mystery to uncover. And you're, it was fun watching them uncover the mystery and come up with that whole plan. Another thing that Jordan Peele does perfectly is like immediately throws you into the pace of the movie immediately. He like has your mind adjust to like what he's showing you. So like, like it, it's not action heavy, even though it was like an epic adventure. He really just like lets the camera linger and lets the actors do their thing and really like holds. I love like, like John Carpenter, he, which apparently is a big influence for yeah. Jordan Peele. He just like lets things linger and like lets you marinate in the atmosphere. And Jordan Peele does that like just masterfully. Like you're immersed in the world that he's trying to portray. On the yeah, screen. all those shots where you know he's hanging out at the ranch at night outside, looking up at the sky, really takes its time. And the sound design is excellent. Like go see this in theaters. You know it's if you haven't. Yeah, but. But yeah, like you'd hear just a little horse neighing off in the distance or you'd hear just the wind, you know, and it, it really yeah. gave you that isolated feeling. And the fact that they were on a ranch, like it's already a creepy setting as it is. There's yeah. no one around them. Yeah. So what would you compare that... this movie to? I got Jaws vibes from it. Yeah, yeah. I like, mean, if like you, Sky if, Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you think of the the UFO as you know as the shark, that's essentially what it is. You know. Yeah, it's an it's a living, breathing animal, and it's a predator. And I yeah. and it's it's uh, I would say I, I I would say very Spielberg 
Like everything about it is very Spielberg. Even E.T. Maybe, but minus the alien. Just I've like never seen E.T. Of... Wait, what? I've never seen E.T. Man, you gotta get on that. What, <laughs> yeah, what, what's going on? What am I doing over here? <laughs> I mean, I've seen, I have not seen some like classic movies that you'll probably spit in my face for, but E.T. is like, hey, we we all have them, yeah, you know. E.T. Yeah. It's, it's got to be. And you know what? I will say I'm not a huge fan of Jaws. Like, it's just OK. Really? To me, like I I, I admire it. Mm-hmm. I like it for what it is. But I'm, I don't know. I'm just not like an animal horror type of guy. Like I hmm. like any any movie that involves like alligators. Like, like what's that movie where there was like a flood and like alligators are attacking this woman's oh. family? I was like, I'll pass. I'll skip on that. No, nope. I know what you're talking nope. about. That movie was pretty good, though. You know, I just have no Lake... interest in seeing it. What about Lake Placid, bro? Come on. Oh, I, I'll watch it for <laughs> Betty White and Betty White only. <laughs> or Betty White saying, fuck. You know what movie is really, really bad? And I it, I wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure because when I, I... I guess I like it, but I don't know. It's fucking dumb. Uh, Anaconda. Oh, yeah. The craziest cast oh, ever. J-Lo, Owen Wilson, Ice Cube, John Voight. Yeah. And who else? Someone else. <laughs> Uh, did you say Ice Cube? I said I yeah. Yeah, I okay. Can't forget Ice Cube. Yeah, man, what a movie! That was a big hit back in the day. Nineteen ninety-eight, right? I want to say seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. That CGI it. does not hold up. Holy no, shit! No, it was really bad, and I have a fear of snakes, and I was terrified of it when I watched it as a kid, and uh, I watched it sometime last year. And I was like, wow, this is not good. Uh, yep, you were right. 1997. Look Anything? at the brains on Phil. Hey, check it out. Does it have a new metal soundtrack? It should. 1997? Prob- probably yes. does it. Yeah, uh, probably does it. I don't see it. J-Lo and Mudvayne. <laughs> as amazing as that would be, Jenny from the Block is not digging that shit. If you catch my drip. Maybe Owen Wilson and Primer 55 will do a collab. <laughs> I yeah, his nose will be playing the guitar. Yo, he's gonna do a superhero movie. Did he's you in see Loki. That? Wait, there another one? Yeah, he's like the star in this new superhero thing. I'm like, damn, they, it, they got you too. <laughs> but it, if if Marvel said Phil, if you want to play a superhero tomorrow, here's like, hell yeah, a fucking million dollars. Yeah, I'll do, do it. it. Yeah, you have to. What's <laughs> you're not passing up a mill. <laughs> They probably think pay more than that. I bet his name's gonna be like Captain Wow or something. <laughs> like Wowza. <laughs> something short and sweet. Hey, here's uh one thing I don't want to happen. I don't want Hollywood to come knocking on Jordan Pill's door and be like, hey, you know Jordan Pill, you're really hot right now. We want to <laughs> reboot the fucking What's some bullshit? Uh, we want to reboot Iron Man. We want you to direct it. I'd be so fucking pissed. But, like, you know it's going to happen. Maybe not. You know who fucking directed The Eternals? Chloe Zhao. Zhao. It's Z, it starts with a Z. Uh-huh. You know what she directed oh. before The Eternals? What? Nomad Land, which is the complete opposite movie uh. of anything Marvel. It was just... Um, What's her name? God damn it. Her name's escaping me. Uh, Frances McDormand. Okay. Yeah, it, but it I won, mean, like, 
that that happens with a lot of directors. They they come out with these cult hits and they have a lot of promise, and then Marvel scoops them up to direct some generic shit, and we never get sequels <laughs> to Trick or Treat uh, or yeah, things like that happen. As long as they believe in Jordan Peele, then that's fine because the man deserves work. And if they keep giving him money and he keeps delivering, then he'll keep being able to do whatever he wants. So you can shit talk Marvel all you fucking want. <laughs> give give him give him Fantastic Four. Give him Black Panther three. Wait, you're telling me you would be cool if it was like Jordan Pills direct, directing the new Fantastic. Oh, come absolutely. On. Over like a new, fresh, original horror movie, you'd rather. I mean, see if that? we're comparing it, then no, I would rather a new okay. original movie. But like, if he gets hired to do a Marvel movie, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, Jordan Peele! Like, let's get it done." I don't think that'll happen though. I'm I'm pretty sure he has plenty of original ideas that that he wants to do. Yeah, and I mean, just from watching interviews with him, seems like a very intelligent guy. I'm sure. That's not going to quite scratch the creative itch to do a superhero movie or something. Unless Scrooge McDuck comes along and puts his beak up his ass and is like, <laughs> let's go. 10 Scrooge mil. <laughs> you, can't, you can't pass that up. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Jordan Peele is going to stick to the, hopefully, yeah. hopefully stick to the horror route because he's so good. He's yeah, so he good. And like and, his voice is so like it's such like a singular voice that he has where like you know it's a Jordan Peele movie and like three movies deep he hasn't missed. Yeah. He hasn't really yeah. came out with a bad movie. Maybe that last act on us was a little it kind of missed the mark a little yeah. bit. You said I mean yeah. not a bad movie, not shitting on it, but it was a one and done watch for me. I mean, and I watched I, Get Out multiple times get out is a is a must watch like a lot of times i could i watch that on on the plane going to somewhere either california or portland but like it's just such it's such a good movie and like everything yeah. about it and he just knows how to balance horror and comedy like you you know he's a real horror fan like not oh, yeah. even a horror fan like he studies John Carpenter. He's studying right. he's like a master of the craft. Like he's not just doing it for money and it's not cheap. He's he just it seems like he puts a lot of love and passion into it, which is why I think his movies do so well and translate. It made 44 mil at the box office this weekend, which oh, is wow. not bad. Uh, Gonna make a lot more than that after all is said and done. After word of mouth, hell yeah. Uh yeah. I was I was watching some like uh, good for him. Good for horror. Yeah, yeah. Like, original horror. Like it's original not horror movie. A reboot yeah. sequel. Let's go. This is what we yeah. need. Yeah, and that's why we need him to keep going and not direct bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I don't. Jordan, Jordan Peele's on our side. <laughs> but if Jordan Peele decides to direct, like, if old money bags comes along and lights a cigar, Blade. you don't want to see Jordan Peele direct Blade with Mahershala oh, okay. Ali. You're on crack. I would, I'd be uh, pretty stoked about that. Like, what do you want to see him do next? If uh, let's assume it's in the world of horror, like what sub genre? Of course, he's going to put his own spin on it, and it would be really unique. Yeah, but um, us was kind of already a slasher in a way. So was Get Out. 
I think Get Out yeah. was a slasher, yeah. uh, a, a smart type of slasher. It wasn't just sure. like a mindless killing type of thing, but it's you know it had a lot of good slasher moments. Yeah, uh, had some jump scares. Uh, not by textbook definition a slasher. Uh, it's in the same wheelhouse. Us, I'm with you. Slasher, totally. Uh, yeah. No sci-fi, easily. Sci-fi horror, like, you know, I guess if you want to put something to it, like, fire in the sky or signs, like you said. Yeah. I watched Fire in the Sky for the first time, like, a few months ago. Would you, uh, did we talk about this? Because I watched it, like, last year for the first time. I don't think we talked about it, but um, what, overall, what think about it? overall, the movie was pretty good. I was I enjoyed the whole experience. The abduction scene was fucking terrifying. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, whew. yeah. But the rest of the movie around it, it was just yeah, it's okay. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, it was a it was a good. I mean, the little corny, maybe yeah. because it was made in 1990, and like that type of genre film, maybe, or maybe they didn't take it that seriously. But the the good the way I'll compare it with Fire in the Sky to note, like the payoff has to has to impact you. And there's a lot of buildup in Fire in the Sky to this alien abduction. And when they show yeah. it, you're like, Holy shit. This is Yeah, terrifying. it's it's nightmare fuel for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was not like no no no, like with his everything just being peeled his skin being peeled back and just like the sharp items and the aliens were terrifying. And just the inside of what it, the spaceship looked like was uh, pretty unique. And then Nope. When you realize that there's not aliens per se, it's the, the alien is the UFO eating people. And you're like, Oh yeah. fuck, like they can't escape this. Uh, so yeah, I, the payoff has to, has to work. And in both those movies, they do. Yeah, thanks for uh, shouting out the fourth kind earlier. That's uh, you don't, don't hear about movie. that one a whole lot. It's fourth not bad. A good it's, movie. It's got a a good creepy vibe to it. I would it pairs nicely with like the Mothman prophecies or something. Oh shit! Here's I don't know why I thought of this the other day, but I was like, I want to see Jordan Peele make a Mothman movie. Dude, I'm with it. I'm so with it. But cover the whole story, like the Men in Black and all yes, the other creepy shit. That, and yeah, all that stuff was, it was left out of the Mothman prophecies. I love that movie. It just has an eerie, cold vibe to it. But um, I'm, the story. I'm to remember. I oh, you've never seen twice. that? I saw it twice. But the first time I saw it was like when I was a teenager. The second mm -hmm. time I saw it, I was, I don't remember. I remember because I love, we both love the Mothman. But yeah. I remember seeing it. I had to be like maybe mid 20s. Because I'm okay, like, I so remember, you just don't remember not it. Being, yeah, well. I don't remember shit. I remember there, Richard Gere, right? Yeah. I remember fucking Laura Richard Linney. Gere. Laura yeah. Linney. Yes. Completely yep. forgot about that. All I remember is, Richard Gere going up to a house and the lights yes. flickering. And yes, uh, Will Will Patton, is that his name? The guy that's in Halloween Ends, Halloween Kills, the sheriff. Oh, oh. I yeah, he's in it. Um, was that you or me? Uh, that was some... <laughs> it might, might have been, but... Outside. <laughs> okay. Some crotch rocket over here. But yeah, Mothman cool. Prophecies, good movie. But, dude, I think Jordan Peele could take all that and 
do something with it. But you you answered my question. I want to see Jordan Peele do like a like a myth like a myth like a mythical creature type of movie. Mm, okay. Like something in the lore of America, like not Chupacabra, but like New Jersey Devil or the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> the Loch Ness Monster would be something. We haven't seen a movie with the Loch Ness Monster, really. Hey, I I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean Did you ever see the host? Bong Joon Ho? No. Dude, I did not. actually the anniversary of it today came out in like 2000 and what's it about? I remember it. It's Loch Ness kind Monster. Of, kind of like not kind of really. Okay. Not, not really. It's like some, some creature. It has a lot to do with um, kind of like a, like a, like a nationwide pandemic and they don't know what's happening. And you come to find out it's like a creature feature type of deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Really good movie. And like, kind of like, you know, who can you trust uh, on the human level uh, about like, you know, what the government isn't telling you and what's the truth and what's not. And all around this like creature, it's pretty, it's really good. Just think like Cloverfield, right. a little bit Cloverfield, okay. uh, except like not like a Godzilla like creature destroying New York City. Cloverfield is one of my top 20 favorite movies of all time. Fucking love that movie. Takes you right back to 2008. Hell yeah, baby. I was sitting front row. Soon as Jersey Shore turns off, you turn off Cloverfield. <laughs> Too bad Cloverfield didn't mosey on to the Jersey Shore. Could have just stomping all over those greasy people. <laughs> um, all right, so back to Nope. Let's talk about like some of the overarching themes of the movie. Uh, there's could I'm sure people are gonna analyze this movie. For years to come, because there's a lot to chew on. But did you take anything away from it? Like, was there an overarching theme? I think one thing I I think one thing I noticed was pretty much everybody in the movie was willing to die for fame. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like you had you had the Jupiter's claim guy. He obviously didn't learn his lesson. No, you know, with with the TV show, he turns that tragedy into this spectacle, and he's profiting from it. Um, you have the director that shows up at the ranch. He ultimately sacrifices himself just to get footage yeah. of this craft. You got the TMZ guy that shows yeah. up. Um, yeah, that was random, right? I was like, really random. Fuck? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, and even the Haywoods themselves. I mean, their whole thing is to get rich. They want to get on Oprah, you know, to be the first people to have undeniable proof of UFOs. So everybody's sort of chasing the same thing. And a lot of people die because of it. Yeah. And the whole, the whole focus of the movie really is about spectacle. And now that you mentioned that where people are sacrificing themselves to, you know, get heard or be seen and yeah oh and i think a lot of it has to do with like some representation like a lot of people well jordan peele has openly said that he makes his movies for his culture you know mm-hmm. nope is a black people movie and and that's why i think it's so fresh and original because we haven't seen a lot of those made and jordan peele just gets it and this movie wouldn't work i don't think this movie wouldn't work without that 
or it wouldn't work in the modern era because people are so wrapped up nowadays with like a TMZ guy, like you said, like he crashed and his health is deteriorating. He's like, get my camera, take, take the picture. Did he, right. don't, don't help me. It's like, wow. All right. A little heavy handed, but like, that's how deep people get into like social media and TikTok, And they want just that, those five seconds of theme. And yeah, it's really shown uh, in the, in this movie, like, with every character. And yeah, like you said, like Jute, uh, who's played awesomely by Steven Yen. I love him so much. Yeah, he's great in this. Good. Yeah, Scott, he's, he's just excited about the movie. He, he loves Nope. He's, uh, he, he's a little energetic right now, so he and might like, interrupt it, a little bit more. But hey, Nope's about animals baby. as well. Hey, another yeah, thing yeah, in Nope. The, you know, animals. Treat animals with respect. There you go. Yes, and like listen to the Wranglers. They know what they're doing. But I love yeah. how they keep on doing like these flashbacks to well, one for Gordy, which was cool, and uh two yeah. when Keith David Keith David basically blanketed the entire movie when he was like, Some animals can't be trained. Hmm. Flat out. That's yeah. pretty much what they're telling you with the Gordy flashbacks, is like even though he's trained and you know these safety wranglers are there making sure that you know the people are safe the animals are safe no one's getting abused still an animal it could yeah that scene was terrifying dude when that chimp went ape shit no pun intended and like started hey started (laughs) killing everybody like that was pretty fucking terrifying because that stuff happens but do you think yeah, well, I, I you I, you probably read this in one of the articles, but Jordan Peele got that idea from the actual lady that got like attacked by a fucking ape on a talk show. Whoa! It's did on it Ripper. Did it, it like rip her, her face off? It fucked oh, her up. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, you could probably find it <sighs> somewhere. I'll have to send it to you later. But um, what was I saying about the lady with the ape? Before gets attacked that. on the TV show. Oh, it's okay. It'll come to you. Well, that's my train of thought. <laughs> um, isn't it, it, it? The ape goes crazy because a balloon pops, right? Isn't that what sets it off? So, Oh, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, I have theories about that. But do you think, since, since Jupe's character is kind of like a bullshitter, you know, like mm-hmm. he kind of is masking his trauma by talking about like the SNL skit and kind of like maybe what we were seeing in the flashbacks with Jordy, Gordy um, Mm -hmm. isn't how it really, he's remembering it differently than he's explaining it. Or he explains it in like a joking, playful type of manner. And what we're seeing in the flashbacks is like what really happened. Uh, That's possible. Yeah. I mean, he could be bullshitting, but I don't know. He, he seemed like a, a fairly honest guy. He just probably wasn't getting any work and he was clinging to that one little bit of fame that he had and he was kind of exploiting the whole tragedy of it. Yeah, yeah, which is why I don't think... I mean, he he seems like... I don't think he was an honest guy because he was buying the horses from OJ and he was using mm. it as bait. All right, okay. OJ did not know that. If he knew... I love when he's like, I'm getting my, I'm getting my horse back. I love... Daniel, I just love Dan Kaluuya in everything. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you do you think that the alien, or the alien, 
aliens. Who knows how many <laughs> of these things are? Uh, do you think that had anything to do with the shoe standing straight up? Or I was or, just about to ask you about that. Or like, do you think like what I was saying? Like, so obviously, uh, Gordy snapped from what we've seen. Like you said, the balloon popping. I don't know because the shoe is standing straight up. My theory is that like you know who knows how long these alien creatures have been around and it's uh, maybe like the alien creature was trying to like suck things up and it couldn't yeah. go through and that made like the the that made Gordy go crazy instead of the balloon but they kind of just pawned it off yeah. as that but I don't I don't I don't know Yeah I mean there was a shoe standing straight up for some reason, and he had it displayed the same way in his little museum, which is totally messed up. Yeah, I don't know. What's up with that shoe? Who knows? Well, I would say, it's, I mean, why is the shoe still standing straight up then? Or maybe he just has it propped up that way because that's how he remembered it from the angle that he was at under the table. So I oh. don't know. Kind of like different yeah. perspective, or it's just like, well, since it's about like spectacles and miracles, kind of, it was just some freak thing. Maybe just so, like the alien creature. Maybe the back of that shoe is just really flat. I don't it know what be. kind of shoe would have that, but it didn't look like a converse. <laughs> it was definitely not a converse. Converses are fucking flat. Yeah, the worst to wear in the winter. Um, Kiki Palmer, fucking great. Yes, uh, have to shout out Kiki. Yeah, I like mean, you immediately know when she comes on the screen. You're like, oh, I know that character. You're like, I'm already, I already know everything she's about, and it's it, she's so good. Yeah. Um, has she's been in all of? Was she in Get Out? No. no, she was in no Jordan okay. Peele movies. This was her first. This was her first role, and Jordan Peele wrote it for her. Okay. Which I wonder how he made that assessment based off of her previous work. What else was she in? I know I've she's seen a, her. In... She's a Disney Channel chick. Really? She was a child actor, yeah, and I okay. did not know this. And she's done so many things. This is the first time I heard about her, and then I had some people at work that are Disney stands and they're like, yeah, she was like child. Like she was on a Disney, her own Disney show. First black led Disney show on the channel. Oh shit. Okay. But she was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Kalu Kaluuya. Daniel always, yeah. I always, <laughs> always mispronounce his name. Um, he's yeah, <laughs> Daniel's son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anything he does, he's great in. However, in this movie, um, in certain scenes, like he was almost a little flat at times where I don't know if he's just very unaffected by <laughs> seeing a fucking giant UFO like open up and swallow people, but he just kind of had that same uh facial expression through most of the movie not bad you, you know but tell, I, yeah i know i'd be losing my shit if I'm, I'm sure most people would be right and that's the difference 
I think that's what Jordan Peele was what, – what he was also trying to do is it's a cultural difference. How each – I mean, his all of his movies <clears throat> are about race, whether it's, you know, linear, linearly – is that a word? It's like about race. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like a social commentary on race or just how different people react to certain situations. I know, like you said, I would be freaking the fuck out, but maybe that's not – how that culture would react to it, hmm. because pretty much what he, what he said, like nope, he's like that's what he's like, literally that's what he said, that's what black people would say in this type of situation or in this type of movie, nope. And I love that, how I love how also when sorry, tell I him, fucking, baby. I tell fucking him. love this movie because if it was a fucking if it was a Blumhouse movie, if it was a remake of fucking Here. Final Destination, if, <laughs> just like. Just like they have like the memes, it's like, oh, white people hear something in the basement. I'm gonna go check this out. And when sure. when uh, all when uh, Daniel Kaluuya when OJ was going back to the ranch, uh, when he figured out what was happening after the UFO creature like attacked Jupiter's claim, and yeah. he was trying to like warn them, and the car shuts down in the middle of the road, looks out of the thing and sees it, and he's like, nope, and stays in the car. Yeah, that they would gotta... not happen if it was an other fuck. Someone, some white asshole would try to be the hero and run out and get killed. And he was like, "Nope, not gonna do it. <laughs> Let's be smart about this." So that got a that got a pretty big laugh in the theater. Yeah, and they for used you it, as well. They used yeah that got a big laugh. Uh, the way they used like nope in the other in the other like uh, in like the dialogue and other moments were not like it wasn't corny. Like it just made sense. Um. This movie was very funny. Yeah, there was, some... a, there was a lot of parts where there was big laughs in the theater that I was at. Yeah, a lot of it coming from um, the Best Best Buy employee, basically the tech <laughs> store guy, Angel. He, yeah, Angel, Angel. He was good. Yeah, when he first came on screen, I was like, "This fucking asshole!" But by the <laughs> end of it, you're rooting for him. You know, he's yeah. he's a good kid. He just has a shit job that he doesn't like. But he's smart because he was, you know, peeking through the cameras and everything, and he knew how to install the stuff, the cameras and everything. Yeah, and he recognized that the cloud was was still, you know, he was the first one to discover that. Yeah, that was pretty uh that was pretty wild. Uh when he he's like that cloud, he's like, You guys haven't noticed it. That cloud did not does not move. Have so, you been like, looking at clouds like kind of different since <laughs> since you've seen this movie? Like like I was walking uh, old scout over here yesterday and a storm was rolling in and I was like, Hmm, these clouds are extra ominous today. Yeah. Um, I haven't, but now that you mention it, I'll probably start. Do you think yeah. the alien creature was the cloud or hiding oh. in the clouds? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it has some sort of technology where it can like shape shift control the cloud or you know, just fix the cloud in this one position or something. But hey, it could be. Yeah. I don't know. That's However you want to interpret it. Have there you ever seen a UFO? No. Have you? I have. How yeah. sure are you? 1000%. Are we talking about <laughs> what I think you're talking about? Uh, No. What are you talking about? What are you That's talking a, about? What are you? What do you mean? <laughs> that, that was a line from the movie. You gotta oh. see it again. 
You want me to tell the story real quick? I can tell. Yeah, it. yeah. Let's go. Story time, okay. baby. All right, story time. Here we go. Put on the tinfoil hats. So, this was oh about over ten years ago. I was living at the beach. Um, so I was watching TV. I, by the way, I lived like a few blocks from the beach. My apartment was a few blocks. So it's late one night. I'm watching TV, and my apartment starts to rumble, almost like when a airplane flies over your house and you get that that kind of shaking feeling. You know, you know what I'm talking about? A little like like kind of like yeah, earthquake a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, you just quite. sort of feel the velocity of it. Well, it was like that, but there was no sound. So my apartment is like just vibrating and shaking. And like the cats are freaking out and shit is rumbling on the, yeah, a long time ago. (laughs) Um, So being a few blocks from the beach, my only, my first thought was, oh shit, a meteor just slammed into the ocean because it felt like a fucking earthquake. I was like, tidal waves coming. I'm about to die. So I run out onto my porch. I look out towards the ocean and this really big bright orb pops up. It's hovering over the ocean. It's just kind of chilling there for a bit. And then it zooms across the horizon very fast. I'm guessing covering, I don't know how to judge, judge the distance, but I'm guessing miles. So it zooms really fast, does zigzag patterns in the sky Another one pops up on the other side of the horizon and they're just kind of hovering there. And I watched this for 10, 15 seconds and almost like they were kind of communicating in a way. And then they both fly in crazy fucking zigzag patterns, hang out a little bit longer and then just kind of flicker out like a light bulb. And it was so bright. It, I mean, it was pitch black at night, but it lit up everything around me, like my yard looked like the sun was coming up. It was so fucking bright. So that is, uh, it all lasted for about, I don't know, a minute or so. Like these oh, so orbs. Happened that fast. Yeah. But I mean, if you're watching this, it feels like a long time because you're just totally fixated on it. How were they low to the ground or were they? No, I mean, they were the above the ocean, you know, they were up in the sky above the ocean. So, so it's so weird, like, because obviously there have to be like other life forms out there. It's just funny how, like, when they decide to expose themselves, Mm -hmm. because there are so many sightings and there can't be so many sightings for aliens to not be real. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people like Mothman, like where all those people My went to the police precinct and they all described the same thing. It's like, all right, this thing has to be real. It's not sure. a figment of everyone's imagination. Now I'm sure somebody can listen to my story and you know, you could say, well, maybe it was some military flight, some top secret thing. But if that is like, there's nothing that we have that flies in a fucking zigzag. Like that's goes nothing against every. Yeah, there that goes against everything that we understand about physics and all of that. Like that's that's fucking impossible. And for all and at least to know, my knowledge. So. Yeah, I again there's so many things that we just don't know or that we do know, but they don't want to confirm. Like Area 51. Like imagine all the shit that we don't know that's in Area 51. Yeah. 
Jordan Pills a fan, I guess. The tinfoil hats are still on. Oh man, I dude, when I got home from watching Nope, I was like, I'm gonna watch some alien documentaries. I'm just gonna yeah. go deep. I love UFO shit. Same. I've, I've always been fascinated by it. Did you watch the Stan Romanoff documentary? It's on Netflix, uh, I believe. What's it called? The Stan Romanoff story. Oh, okay. I don't think yeah, so. Asshole had to put his name in the title for some reason. <laughs> but uh, no, it's I, don't, I don't think so. You should watch it. It's very, it's very weird. I, I don't know if it's because I'm gullible or I just believe in this stuff. But like, the shit looks real. Everything that he talks about and all the stuff that he yeah. describes, it seems real. Dude, you know what's a really fucking good alien movie is Arrival. Did you see that? No, I never saw Arrival. Oh, bro. It's like, you gotta watch that. It's so good. I hear I hear amazing things. and It's been on my yeah. list for like a long time. and I don't know why I haven't seen it. It's one of, one of the great alien movies. Total original take. Um, highly recommended. And, uh, I love I love a good alien movie. I'm with you. I love watching just like like seeing like the unknown. Yeah, it was refreshing to to see one. You know, this big movie. Everybody's talking about it. Seeing it on the big screen. It's a fucking alien movie. Yeah, like when's the last time that happened? Too. It should. (laughs) Not even a last alien movie that got like that recognition. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, maybe? No, maybe, probably which not. I, I'm not a big fan of that. It was personally. very, very, very slow, but I did get yeah. those vibes in Nope. Oh, Close sure. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Um, yeah, Jordan Pill's kind of like sort of a little modern-day Spielberg in a way. He can take, take a source like, you know, Close Encounters or Jaws and make it its own thing, like elevated above just being a shark movie or you know yeah, you know, it brings you into into the story and like that's what spielberg did i mean you can relate to all the characters people love like chief brody and stuff like that and and uh whatever uh, elliot from et even though you haven't seen it uh, <laughs> but like you gotta relate. if it's streaming somewhere i'll watch it tonight it has I to be watch somewhere ET. Maybe. And E.T. loves Reese's. It's Reese. No, I'm kidding. It's It's Reese's. Say it it correctly. Do it like I taught you. (laughs) Reese's. Reese's like Ramses. No, no, you're totally right. I'm just (laughs) illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. We can get you hooked on phonics or something. (laughs) Or Muzzy. Remember Muzzy? No. You uh, what about remember, Muzzy. remember Mario teaches typing? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Mario, oh, shit, like Super okay. Mario? Like yeah, Super Mario. Mario. It was like a computer game where you learn to type. This was like very mid nineties. Somebody out there remembers. Um, if we could find, if we could pull up, uh, pull up Exhibit A. Of, uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. I hey, speaking of uh, speaking of YouTube, we could we could watch the trailer for pearl i know this oh, is yeah, a nope, yeah i know this is a, a nope episode i feel like we're missing a lot on our nope discussion like when i listen back to this i'll be like god damn it we, we totally <laughs> we should have mentioned about- 10 other things yeah i mean that kind of always happens with oh my god scout okay sorry no about that. abuse on the podcast hey that's right <laughs> 
Uh, what else are we missing about? No, I mean, what do you do? You like the payoff? Did you like how it ended? Did you like um how it came to yeah? Fruition? Because I, I thought I'm sure it was you a, had different expectations. I thought it was a fitting end. Um, the last scene, and I I think the first scene is a black man on a horse, and ends with yeah, in the hero. Uh, that yeah, shot it was a yeah, and I've heard it theorized. This probably isn't true that. He actually died, and that's mm-hmm. like a vision of Kiki Palmer because he kind of rides up and he's standing under the sign. It says out yonder, out yonder. Yeah, um, so I don't believe that. It, I don't either, but maybe you know. That's the beautiful thing about these types of movies. He answered a lot of questions, but he also left some things open ended. For like people to think about and theorize about, nothing is very set in stone. Besides, like the themes of spectacle and dealing with uh, trauma, even there's yeah. such he's such he has such detail in his writing that like there's all these little themes that he hits, and it's just surrounded by this one big spectacle. Just like even like Get Out and even Us. Mm-hmm. There's so many little things that he does that you're like, oh, wow, I should probably be a better person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure we're going to, you know, listen back to this and be like, yeah, fuck, we t- totally skipped over this entire part of the movie. I mean, it's like two and a half hours long. I know we missed something, but, you know, I think overall we really enjoyed it. We're both stoked on Jordan Pill and whatever he's going to do next. Um, I would put this one behind Get Out if I had to list them right now. I mean, Get Out's just so fucking good. Such that's a tight his movie. That's his masterpiece. Yeah, that's his Goodfellas. Hey, Casino's yeah. pretty yeah. fucking good. <laughs> casino's. A, we talked about this the other night. It's, it's gonna be fucking Get Out, or it's gonna be No. Which one you got? Oh come on, it's got to be Goodfellas. You know. <laughs> nah, not, it's, once, it's good. not once did that UFO get hit in the head with a fucking bat. That's all I'm <laughs> If this took place on Long Island, you would have heard a voice <laughs> in the UFO say, hey, take a picture. It'll last longer. <laughs> We're going down hey, to the shore. I got a fucking cannoli. Hey, what the fuck you looking at down there? <laughs> this movie would have been called Canope. <laughs> oh shit. That was that was the that was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's so bad it's good. Just 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 like the new Halloween franchise. Hey, just God bad, damn it. bad. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got me as a co-host now. This is going to be the longest running gag in What the have I got here. myself into here? <laughs> oh, You're one quick up. thing. I, oh. I I love the fact that like animals um you know you can't look it in the eye or that's how it's oh you just froze for a second i was like oh shit but yeah yeah i like that (laughs) i like that aspect of it i thought that was pretty cool and how oj picks up on that just from working with horses yeah yeah and like with it with a such like an overbearing creature like that yeah, you have to beat it. If it's like a hero type of story, there has to be a way to beat this thing. So it was a cool way to introduce the animal wrangling thing and mm-hmm. utilize his knowledge of that with this alien creature. And it was just like, I feel like Jordan Peele, like 
with the with, with with stuff like that, like sometimes you might write yourself into a hole. Like, fuck, how are these characters going to get out of the situation? And it kind of forces mm-hmm. you to think outside the box and be more creative. And that genius, like he's just yeah. he's just so good. I Jordan Peele is easily one of the best directors working today. There's no doubt about it. Can't argue that. You know what I thought was going to come into play? You know how they kept playing that song, I Wear My Sunglasses at Night? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, is that going to be... It's like, hey, you defeat the creature by wearing sunglasses. <laughs> or oh something God. like... <laughs> or they're going to do a Stranger Things. They hear, I wear my sunglasses at night, and they're saved from the aliens. <laughs> no, if it was Stranger Things, they'd be like, here, put on these Ray-Ban sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> here, drink this Coke Zero. <laughs> It'll it'll guide you from it'll it'll navigate you from the aliens with these new Ray Ban aviators. You can see at night <laughs> or something like that. It's just product placement one hundred and one. Let's do a class. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Nope, Douglas? Anything you want to add? I mean, I had a great fucking time with this. Yeah, one of the funnest theater experiences I've had in a while. I mean. With the exception of like being sandwiched right beside people that were just munching on popcorn as loud as they fucking could through the entire movie. Can theaters ban popcorn? It's the loudest snack in the world. Okay. It's literally like go ahead and sell pop rocks while you're at it. Like, let's just <laughs> let's just get it real fucking loud. They should just all the employees should like light a stick of dynamite and toss it in every That's- like half hour. And it's so just to, just to distract you from the popcorn. Oh, like, popcorn is just- like because you know what? It, movies are supposed home. to be loud. Movies are supposed to be loud as fuck. So like you're not supposed to hear the chewing, but people are mouth breathers and they don't know yes. how to chew correctly. Eat it at home, okay? Please. I did accidentally I like eat a bag of chips. Right I mean, I'm I'm total grandpa. Like, like not even I'm with you on the grandpa shit. Just being like an old crotchety man. Like, dude, come on, we're watching a movie. Phones in movie theaters. Oh yeah. I'll Definitely like not. like I will fucking spit on the back of your head pull out a phone like what are you doing what are you doing my man if you don't want to watch the movie get outside i just picture you hawking a loogie but it flies (laughs) a little too far and it's an unsuspecting guy he's like who's a dead man they hit me with the salt shaker (laughs) kick his ass sea bass classic classic movie Oh, trust me, sir. I would never do anything to offend <laughs> a, a man of your stature. <laughs> oh man! Uh, easily one of the best comedies of the '90s or ever. Oh, that's you could argue that. Yeah, Jim Jim Carrey had quite a decade. Uh, Doug, do you want to watch the trailer for Pearl while we're here? Um, you know, let's do figured, it. Let's kill two birds with yeah, one. Yeah. Nope. We've only been talking for like an hour or so. We usually go a little longer, so whatever. We got time. I'm getting a little hungry over here, but it's okay. You got to eat your fucking mother's sauce. <laughs> hey, don't you ever talk about my mother. <laughs> oh, I got two garlic knots for you to suck on right here. <laughs> <laughs> two garlic knots. <laughs> oh. oh, you thinking of signing off this podcast? <laughs> garlic knot. Don't fucking think oh, so. Oh fucking garlic knot. Hey Doug, you're you're a you're a New Yorker. What's a what's the secret to a good sauce? A good sauce. You know, you know what? I you don't, know? I don't I mean, fuck with 
I'm I'm an olive oil and butter man. I don't fuck with, <laughs> I don't fuck with the marinara sauce like that. But homemade's the way to go. If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna make yeah. a nice sauce, you better make it homemade and take all day. To really I bet your dad makes a killer sauce, doesn't My he? dad makes some good simple sauces. Uh, he he loves a good uh, bolognese, good bolognese sauce that he makes. All right. But I, I fuck with, give me olive oil and butter all day. Not even butter, just olive oil. All right, I got some olive oil and butter right here for you. <laughs> we got the new trailer for Pearl. A24. Pearl. Oh, man. All right, you ready? I've only watched this once, so. Yeah, same. Yeah, I need to, to give this a rewatch. All right, here we go. Trailer for Pearl. Caring for your family during these times is admirable. But you only get one take at this life. If only they would just die. Pardon? Nothing. Zeta! I want to be special. Dancing up on the screen like the pretty girls in the pictures. I want to be I will not let you leave this farm again. I'm worried there may be something real wrong with me. Rumor has it they only take one gal per town. We're looking for someone with X Factor. It has to be me. How about a film nobody else has seen? Is it legal? Will be eventually. I know what I've done. Bad things. Terrible, awful, murderous things. I want to be loved from as many people as possible. But truth is, I'm not really a good person. All right. The monster trailer looked better, though. Let's be honest. No, I'm easily, easily better set pieces. <laughs> just, just the lighting alone in the monster's trailer. Light years better than Pearl. Oh, shit. Hold on. Sorry. Sorry about that. We watching yeah. something else? I don't know. No, nah, we're not. But hey, it looks good. I love that they um they're playing that song from the House House of a Thousand Corpses. I wanna be ah, the one. Yeah, yeah. The one that Sherry Moon sings. Yes. Uh looks fucking good. It does. Yeah. It does I look mean, good. I, it's good that Ty West is striking while the iron's hot. Everyone's still talking about X. Uh it's coming out this year. So that's a good look. We don't have to wait that September, long. September, yes. Um I the parallels between Pearl and Maxine are very, very similar. Uh you know, she yeah. got told she had the X Factor, she wanted to be a star too. I don't really know what to take from that because it's very, very eerily similar. 
I mean, I was thinking about this as well. This doesn't, I guess it's not a bad thing. I mean, Mia Goth played Maxine. She played Pearl. And now we're getting a young Pearl, but she's essentially Looks Maxine. Like <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, yeah. I mean, I can suspend my disbelief and be like, okay, Mia Goth is great. Whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess that should um, technically be a different actress, though. Yeah, but it's okay. if it's going to be, yeah. I'm not going to let I it mean, take me out of the movie. But. No, it's cool that Mia, Mia Goth, like, she's really digging deep on this character because she co-wrote it or, like, co-produced it or something with Ty West. Hmm. Um, she's, like, making it her own. And, hey, original female slasher? Let's go. Let's fucking sure. go. It's something different. Uh, different is good. <laughs> And representation matters. So this is some shit that we haven't seen before. The whole 1950s kind of aspect of it's really cool. I think um, 20s. It's more 20s. like 1910s or 20s. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because X was 70s. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, 1920s. Very like old sitcom-y. Kind of the way uh, this is just from the one scene when they're all gathered around the dinner table. Kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little bit. So hey. obviously still drawing some inspo from Leatherface. Possibly. Does she fuck a scarecrow? Is that what happened? <laughs> it looks like she's <laughs> masturbating near a scarecrow. She could be holding hands with it. Hey, maybe she just like stuck a corn cob on that scarecrow <laughs> with a town. <laughs> I mean, it was the 1920s. Dildos hey, weren't readily had available. Get, had to get creative. You had yeah, to shuck some. Cop. <laughs> That's how you shuck the corn, baby. Have you ever shot corn? No, I'm from New York. Okay. I figured. <laughs> Have you shot corn? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Have I'm you a ever fucking redneck, maple dude. Tree? That's true. You're a hick. Yeah. <laughs> I just got electricity last week. What is this thing? Is this a microphone? <laughs> How does this work? I need I need to call the IT guys over here. I got one I'm on just call. A, I'm just a poor old country boy. Oh, Where's shit. the geek squad? <laughs> well... Yeah, Pearl looks good. More fresh original horror movies coming down the pipe. All right. Good shit. Top What's five. That? Top five. Oh, man. Top, you're top five in me? You're top I'll, five in I'm me? A, I'm a top five type of guy. All right. Let's see. Just hear. because it's already like the middle of the year. How many horror movies came out this year? Oh, week? man. A lot. What's the list? Scream, X, mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, Black phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that came out. <laughs> that, was, that was a movie. Yes, that um, was. I've that is a movie I've seen this year. Yes. What are you gonna ask me? Like top five of the year? Top, yeah, top so far. Oh man, I'd have to in in order. Was Candyman this year? Was it? God, time is so weird. I never know. I, know, what, I don't really understand. I'm like what oh, fucking men? Men. Crimes of the I future. Haven't, haven't seen men. Oh, uh, that's right. You need to see it because it's fucking. Well, I can tell you what my number one is X. There you go. I was wondering if you were going to say Nope or X. I know you've only seen Nope once. Mm. Um, I would still go X, I think. I mean. Yeah, they're two very different movies. I love X for different reasons. 
Um, I still, I, I still gotta go with X. Yeah. Yeah, that I've actually only seen X once. I saw it twice in theaters. I need to watch uh, it again. Uh, yeah. Just to solidify it, but it would. What be, else came out this year? I was. Hey, you know what number two is gonna be, buddy? You know what number two is gonna be? Halloween ends. What's up? No, so far, motherfucker. Not yet. Keep that in your fucking back pocket, scumbag. Uh, we got X. <laughs> like Uma. a breadstick. Put it in a breadstick for fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> uh, men. Then uh, just random movies that like Fresh. I didn't see Fresh. Did you see that with Sebastian? Fresh was Stan? pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was a I one and done watch though. I don't want to rewatch it, but it was very well executed and acted and it was pretty original story for the most part. It was like comedic though, right? Like it was like a very uh, comedic not- horror. Not so much. I mean, oh, there was, right. uh, yeah, it, especially like once, once the thing happens and you find out what the the movie's about, it stays has a pretty dark tone to it. I feel like. All right, I, I mean, there I is laughter in it. Checking it out. Yeah, have, it's I'll a good. Watch. Yeah, just throw it on one day. It's a it's a good way to kill two hours. Uh, then we got the master, or sorry, master. With Regina Hall, Amazon Prime original. I never She's saw like a teacher. That. Yeah, no. I mean, get I out, goes to college. <laughs> get out, grows up. Get out too, babe. Babe too, pig in the city. <laughs> <laughs> get out, back to school. Get out too, electric boogaloo. Get, I, get I wasn't out gonna... too. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see it. it. Uh, yeah, that came out this year. Then we have Hatching, which I really want to see. That movie looks creepy. Super weird. Dude, you know what else is coming out this year? Um, Terrifier 2. Let's get a fucking date for it. Damien Leone promised us a trailer a month ago. A full trailer. I'm pretty sure I heard... Pretty sure I heard September, October. It doesn't come out. Yeah, Halloween. Sorry, there is a release date. I'm an idiot. Halloween. It's coming out on Halloween? Yeah, I think so. Like the day of or day before. And it's going to have like a limited theater run. So that'd be cool to see it in theaters. God. Yeah, good luck finding a theater that's going to show that shit. I mean, yeah, hopefully the there will be. Yeah, there, hopefully there will be some around here because yeah, sign me up for that shit. The Alamo sounds like they play it near you. <clears throat> Maybe if they, if they do, I'll, if they do, I'll go see it. Yeah, uh, October is going to be a fun month. We got Halloween fucking ends and uh, Terrifier two, and what else? The Monster September. I'm so pumped. <laughs> Ooh. So <laughs> you know what? They released a second trailer for that. And wait, the monsters? Yeah. It, it was like an advertisement for the Blu-ray release. Oh. And you can tell Rob Zombie didn't cut this trailer because it looks better. You know, it still looks like shit, you know, aesthetically, but it does look better. It's a better trailer. Mm. All right. All right. I haven't seen that one. I have to give it a chance. It's oh man. I mean, I, I wish I, I couldn't ask for a better trailer than what was released. <laughs> I better go. Okay. okay. I, I love that trailer. <laughs> it's one of my favorite trailers. Of all yeah. Time. I mean, it, it's definitely captivating. I watched it 10 fucking times. I think my I cold mean, dead heart. It's like, what, what, are you, what is happening? Just the worst sound mixing you've ever heard in your life. P 
Pee Wee's Playhouse is better acting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Doug, I think that's going to just about do it for this episode. Let's wrap it um, up, baby. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, nope. No condoms required. What? No. <laughs> said, nope. Great fucking movie. That's right. We're raw dogging <laughs> over here. <laughs> yeah. A couple raw of raw dogs. <laughs> yeah. Nope was fucking great. Pearl looks good. Um, it's a good time for horror movies, man. I mean, so much shit to be excited about. So Yeah, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of stuff. Yeah. Only gonna get better from here. And we are gonna talk about all of it when the time comes. But until then, I'm Phil. This has been Doug, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, later, Doug. Love you, buddy. Love you, bro.